0: Yeah. This is Will Hawk with Roots Rednecks and Radicals Radio Show. And in this episode, I had the chance to have a conversation and do an interview with a local Reno musician named Charlie Marks. Now, Charlie plays the banjo and the guitar and has been playing a lot of shows around northern Nevada over the last uh, year or so, doing a lot of stuff on social media, reels on Instagrams and things like that. And I've just been a big fan of their music and uh, really excited about um, where things are going. It has this great old timey sensibility to it and i think it's just super super cool so uh charlie put out a new record this week and i was lucky enough to have uh have them come into my show and talk to me about the new album the new songs the songwriting process all that kind of stuff and we had a fantastic song conversation so here you go i hope you enjoy it and um thanks for tuning in And then this next set of music, we are going to hear from a local artist who has a new album out today on 420, and Charlie is going to play some songs for us from that new album. So give me one second here. Let me get my microphones going, and uh, we should be solid. So Charlie, how's it going?
1: It's going pretty good. Thanks for having me on.
0: Absolutely, so um, yeah, I was wondering if you could just um, uh, kind of uh, start off by telling us a little bit about yourself, um how long you 've been in the, in Northern Nevada in the Reno area, and um, yeah, just kind of introduce yourself to us a little bit
1: yeah, yeah, so my name's charlie I, uh, i've been in uh, northern nevada i 've been living a little north of Reno for a little over a year. I've been kind of bouncing up and down the 395. Uh, I lived in Ohio, actually, growing up, and I lived right off I-80, and then I ended up out in California going up and down at 395, so kind of Reno. I triangulated my two main highways and wound up in the right spot. And, um, yeah, what was the... (laughs) What was the other part of that question? <laughs> Just about uh, about your music.
0: How long you've been um, uh, playing yeah. music? And, and, and I
1: mean, like... I've always wanted. I've I've been trying to figure out how to make this work since I was a little, little kid. I uh, um, weirdly, I like feel like I I was always watching those like shows like uh, American Idol and stuff. And, uh-huh. and uh, when I would sing, people would be like, "You sound like Bob Dylan." And what they meant was, "Please, please stop singing." Like You're <laughs> Please. And uh, so I took that very seriously, and I <laughs> wound up being a folk musician. But uh, actually, I think uh, I got exposed to Dave Von Ronk's music through okay. that uh, Cohen Brothers movie. Yeah. I was a little bit depressed, and that was a good movie for a depressed, aspiring folk singer to watch. Right. And um, uh, maybe four or five years ago, I picked up the banjo and uh i had been playing guitar for a long time i wasn't the most talented of guitar players and banjo clicked a little better it turned out that i would play the guitar i didn't know it at the time but i did the carter scratch okay um which is super related to clawhammer banjo it's uh, it's uh the same bum diddy bum diddy bum diddy for anyone who's familiar with how it works and uh so when i picked up the banjo it just made sense because i was already halfway there um or something like that and um So I ended up, uh, during the pandemic, I actually recorded a couple of my first albums because I wanted to be able to prove to places I could play, but uh, so I could get shows and stuff. And uh, over that time, I've kind of built up a little following. And since the pandemic's allowed it, I've been playing a lot of shows around Northern Nevada. And this album, I've been excited to put this album out because I feel like it captures
0: a little bit more of the live performing I do and some of the energy with that. So Right. Fantastic. Well, uh, I'd love to hear one of the the, the songs from the album. Uh, Can you tell us about the the first song that you're going to play?
1: Yeah, so um, this song is actually the last song of the album. It's uh, called Homeward Bound. Uh, I think in the track I also put in parentheses Poor Boy's Long Way From Home. And there's a uh, John Fahey tune. I don't know if you listen to John Fahey at all. Um, So he's a guitar player. Uh, I think he is known for kind of... His music, which he's called American Existentialism. It was driving okay. music. So, you do finger picking guitar, uh-huh. like kind of like uh, the the same picking style as like Mississippi John Hurt. Okay. Um, but just like these beautiful arrangements. And Poor Boys Long Way From Home is an old traditional song. And I kind of took the melody he played and then wrote my own song into it because mm-hmm. the song's Poor Boys Long Way From Home. So, this song's called homeward bound fantastic and uh now i'll do my my biggest trick which is getting a banjo in tune uh, which is uh, it's never easy for everyone at home i'm in tune now so that's when everyone usually claps for the banjo player (laughs) and uh this is uh this is the tune
0: all right here we go That was fantastic.
1: All right, thank you.
0: I loved it. Cool, cool, cool. So, what was the name of that song again? Uh, Homeward Bound. Homeward Bound. And it's the
1: it's the last track on the album. And I feel like I get a little uh, protective of the last songs of my albums because I feel like it's the hardest one to get folks to listen to. Mm. But I, I like to put my favorite, like my favorite one or one of my favorite ones in that spot. Right. Uh, so. I always want to get it out there. Let people know.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, speaking of the new album, uh it's out today and uh, it's on streaming uh everywhere.
1: Yeah, it's on uh it's on almost everywhere except except Amazon. Okay. I did the the anti Neil Young strategy. Okay. Um and I went everywhere except Amazon cuz uh <laughs> I know that all these corporations are um unsavory in some way or the other, but I just right. felt Amazon. Anyway, not quite the point of this interview. <laughs> I don't have full time for my uh my my corporate spiel. But right. um it's on Spotify, it's on Bandcamp and I got it on C D as well. Okay. Um for folks who follow me on uh like Instagram, or I also have a website where you can find most things at charliemarksmusic.com. Right. Um, And, uh, yeah, so it's out most places, and uh, the CDs look really good. Uh, My partner, Jenna, is, I just lucked out, and she just happens to be, she was a band photographer for a long time. Oh, wow. um, And uh, I'm just very fortunate in that regard, so I think my album art actually has been really good.
0: Fantastic. (laughs) So that's cool so um speaking of instagram too we're on uh if you're listening uh we're on uh, charlie's uh, instagram live right now as well um so if you wanted to, to um uh, to tune in we can wave it to, to oh the yeah people.
1: yeah How's it I going? Wonder if there's
0: going yeah so uh <laughs> so, so, yeah if you want to see what we look like that's what's happening yeah too, we're
1: so. good looking guys so <laughs> tune on in
0: <laughs> absolutely this is my first this is the first doing going live and uh and, yeah, and having true. someone in the studio i went live on uh on instagram uh, last week just uh, for, for for the fun of it and it was kind of cool absolutely like my first time ever so
1: hell yeah yeah it's a weird feeling when you first do it and then you're like wait because on the radio you don't really have any feedback in the moment of like who's listening and when you see people start to come on and leave and you're like oh there's 20 people now there's one person here and when there's one person you're like should i still be doing this (laughs) (laughs) it just feels awkward (laughs) yeah but no it's it's cool being able to reach people in that way um so i really like it too it's a way to practice performing as well i get to yeah throw it on and just play some songs for so. sure
0: for sure so um uh, tell us a little bit about the recording of the album how, how, how where did you record it at
1: yeah i recorded it in reno at the potentialist workshop with uh, spike mcguire and greg okay. gilmore of mm-hmm. loudest folk um you know they do for anyone who doesn't follow them they do like their record club where they they have a different record where they record folks um i was fortunate uh that they uh let me slide in and and uh and uh and they did an amazing job. Like uh, I, I don't, I don't like the tech side of any of this. I don't want mm-hmm. to be involved. I don't want to be involved. I don't want to see the, uh, the sound waves. I just want to play music. And they made it really easy. They're great guys, and mm-hmm. it turned out like I couldn't. They did all these analog things, like running it through like different.
0: Equipment. See, I don't even know what I'm talking about right
1: now. <laughs> they told me, and I was like, Whew, cool, right cool. over my head. So they did an awesome job.
0: Yeah, and they're awesome guys too. they they've just really invested in the scene in uh, Northern Nevada for so many years, and yeah. uh, super cool guys. Yeah, it seems like I mean, uh, like coming here, like I wouldn't have anything to
1: step into without them. So I'm really grateful for what they've done for music around here. So if any of you guys, I guess we're on a, I'm not used to being on a radio show for Northern Nevada, but uh-huh. if you see a loudest folk event you yeah. should get there so, absolutely yeah
0: for sure a lot of stuff in Reno but they do, they do some stuff down here in Carson as well they we work with the Brewery Arts Center
1: yeah I and, did a uh, show with uh, King Whistler oh there. that's right that was that's an right. awesome night and if you King Whistler for anyone who's looking for some Carson City based music uh huh there you go
0: yeah he's gonna be at Shoe Tree um, uh, pretty soon so, hell uh, yeah I, that I love long. Shoe Tree yeah, those are cool guys. They're friends of mine.
1: Hell yeah, they're
0: cool. Yeah, they're cool. All right. Well, let, let's hear another song. What's that? What's the next song you want to play for us?
1: Yeah, yeah. Let me uh, let me grab my guitar real quick. For sure. For those of you on the radio, I got my hat on, so I got to do my 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 hat shimmy. Where sometimes <laughs> I go out of order and I put an instrument on while my hat's still on, and right. uh, when I'm playing a show, that just gets um, <laughs> au- not awkward. I start knocking things over and making a mess of things. So. Right.
0: Alright The hat shimmy I like that
1: Yeah Or something So The hat's Hat's very important It's like a Samson and Delis Samson situation Can't (laughs) take Can't take the hat off Right It's where your power Comes from Um Alright well This next song This is a song I wrote Oh Alright we're doing The tuning game now and i think we're good enough to make this happen this is uh this is one of my tunes um so the album has some traditional songs uh-huh. and some original ones and okay this is one of those original ones so sweet that's it what's the name of this one my baby loves me okay cool um Fantastic. All right.
0: That sounded great. Thank you. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's a. It's fun because uh, my last album, kind of a lot of like sad folk songs, uh-huh. kind of figuring out how to navigate all the emotional turmoils in life and whatnot. And this right. album, I got to. I, I I tend to not be able to write something unless I'm really feeling it. So mm-hmm. it's fun to be able to. Say that uh, there's some like nicer top, not not nicer, or well definitely nicer. Mm-hmm. I just mean like I think I
0: wrote some good songs
1: back then too. <laughs> but uh, it's fun to get to write a, a song from that like love place too. Yeah. So
0: yeah yeah absolutely yeah i've been thinking a lot about um the the songs i pick on my show because there's so much happening in the world and the world is so much on fire and there's a lot of good really good music out there that's that's kind of looking into those issues and whatnot but i'm also like man i think people need to hear like fun songs too you know i think it's, it's it's fun it's good to just feel good you know
1: yeah and i think uh i i briefly uh dated someone who um like we talk a lot about like um, like politics and pushing for change and uh, and uh, um, my music was not about that at all. I never the, the actual content a lot of my music hasn't been. And she said, "Tell me it was all pal- too palatable." Like, why we should always be challenging people? And I was kind of like, "Well, what's uh, um, the best way to put it? Uh, if there's not something." That feels good to come back to, mm-hmm. then like changing things, you're just what are you going to change it to? Mm-hmm. And I, I think about that too with like protest songs and stuff. Like, like I feel pretty comfortable saying that I am not a big fan about how our society or economy is set up. I don't really. I think we have two pretty awful uh, options in our political uh, game that mm-hmm. is being played at our expense. And I wish that I could write good protest music, and the people who do, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes it's, like, a little too on the nose nowadays, where it's just, like, everything's bad. Like, it, I don't need to write a song. I feel like, because, like, back in the day when, like, say Bob Dylan was writing about a, um, what's, a Edgar, Ed, Edgar Medver, what's the name? Medgar uh, Evers. Medgar Evers. Uh-huh. Um, I feel like music was a way to get that news out into the world. Mm. It was like really important. And I was like, look, like we can use this platform of music to educate, to get people thinking about these issues. And I do think we live in a slightly different time where music can still do that and should play. It's for musicians who want to use it that way should. And I am deeply appreciative of people who do. Um, But I also feel like there's so many avenues now too, where sometimes like, protest music doesn't necessarily play the same role all the time right so it's complicated i'm not a musicologist so i, I hope no one takes what i said like too deeply <laughs> seriously right now
0: <laughs> no no no, I feel you. no I, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm with you i'm with you I'm, I'm down for protest and uh you know i come from the punk rock world so you know it's yeah. all about protest there so um i'm Hell down yeah. for that but uh but also just man you need to Need to let loose a little bit and just feel good, you know? I, yeah. And I enjoy that.
1: And I was really fortunate, because there's not a lot of old-time music out here, like fiddle tunes, like jam sessions kind mm-hmm. of thing. And I played a show with a band called Bar J Bar the other night, and Joey uh, brought out a fiddle. Oh, okay. And we played, I think we just played a couple songs, like Cripple Creek and Angelina Baker. Okay. And it was like the most joyful experience with music. Like where it was a trance. It was like everyone in the room was in a circle and we just, and you're like, Oh, music, music's powerful for many reasons. And one of them is about what it does to bring people together and make how you feel. And, Man, I felt really good ever since that jam session. So yeah.
0: awesome! Yeah, I'm gonna have to join you for that sometime. That sounds cool. It, it, yeah. There's a lack of that kind of stuff around here, and I've been here for a long time. And yeah, yeah, it's 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 not a it's not part of the there isn't a deep musical tradition like in Appalachia or something like that out here yeah and
1: that makes sense and there's amazing musicians around I really like Mm -hmm. going to just hang out at like the Mountain Music Parlor in Midtown and um, uh, Renee who runs that place if you need any old like acoustic instruments I'll use my time on here to say go to the Mountain
0: Music Parlor All right. Um, so (laughs) yeah for sure cool cool alright well you got one more song ready for us so um, yeah. when you hear that one is that a ban- another banjo tune uh, is there? do you have a preference uh, whatever you want to play whatever you got ready for us um, well I got hours and hours of that's <laughs> the perk
1: of recording music exactly how I perform it is um, that I usually can just um, though I realize now I'm about to play the, the tuning game one more time are you, are you doing different tunings Is that was going on Uh huh. So I'm really. uh, So I'm going to pick this next song based
0: on.
1: Alright, we're going to get there
0: if you don't know about tunings on instruments here each each string is is to a certain note and there's like a, a traditional um a way to tune a guitar and a banjo and then there's um other kind of alternative tunings and um throughout the years uh, people have been playing with those different alternative tunings so sometimes you got to mess around with the which notes are on which string and all that and kind of stuff. And I'm
1: very proud to say that every single song on my latest album is in a different tuning and I say proud because I just made my life like so much harder for myself <laughs> by doing that's, that. That's
0: complex. I was talking, I interviewed uh, Fruition um, uh, up at Winter Wondergrass and, and they oh, uh, yeah. they cover Sweet um, Judy Blue Eyes that uh, like, Crosby, Stills and Nash. Yeah, and um, they're telling me about the that, the tuning crazy on that song. Um, oh really? Yeah, uh, I, I had no idea. But the harmonies are incredible. But um, Jay, uh, uh, the the guitar player, uh, figured it out. And uh, there's not a lot of resources to figure out the tuning, but he he did the the research on it. Figured hell out it's, yeah. it's like just really bizarre tuning i'd never even heard of before and uh and then they worked out the harmonies it's on youtube you should check it out they do they do a killer cool fruition sweet
1: sweet Sweet Judy Judy blue Blue. i love that song yeah Uh, now i'm just thinking it's such (laughs) a good song okay um let's see so this is actually the first song on the album this is a darling Corey. so i do on banjo i do a lot of traditional songs uh, I found this video of Mike Seeger. I don't know if you're if you're familiar mm-hmm. with Seegers, uh, but I found a video of Mike Seeger sitting on a porch and he was just going. And I was like, "That's the coolest thing I've ever heard." I was just like that, just that by itself. I was like, mm-hmm. "Okay." And he was playing this song, and I actually like the way his uh, his brother uh, Pete plays this song or sings it. So I kind of tried to bring them together, and um, I really liked traditional music because all of the music in American culture or global culture Uh, music is is a a thing that's passed between people even though in the US we kind of like our this is the person that wrote this song mentality Mm -hmm. but um, I really like getting to share how that music has weaved itself to right now Um, and because some of these songs are just too good you don't need to write a new song so uh, this is uh, Darling Corey which is a song about uh, uh, during the Prohibition era Corey is a um a brothel run in moonshine slinging uh uh banjo picking woman and the government comes after her because you can't have strong women uh running things so uh uh, (laughs) according to them so all right all right let's hear it all right dig a hole dig a hole Dig a hole in the cold, cold ground. Dig a hole, a hole in the meadow. And we'll lay Darling Cory down.
0: Fantastic. darling Corey yeah. I love it it yeah. sounded amazing I love the it just I don't know it sounds just like it's from another time you know
1: yeah and I love that I love that tu- this is where all the other tunings come into play uh-huh. because uh, this tuning uh, <coughs> well should ideally when it's totally in tune uh, you can't get through a whole song and stay in tune on this thing mm-hmm. it's just a banjo It's the way it works um <laughs> but uh it's the same as like a dulcimer mm-hmm. tuning um or which like across cultures like there's like that that instrument exists there's the 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 i know there's a turkish one and an iranian instrument and there's a japanese instrument with the flat pick mm-hmm. um that has like a square drum head okay and the dulcimer which is common to like Appalachian music um it's everywhere it's like universal musically because right. it's just your power chord okay.
0: you just strum the open yeah
1: like that, and right. it's just uh for some reason that sound has been in human's ears for a really long time yeah it's really cool
0: absolutely <laughs> so interesting all right so um I always like to end the interviews and give people a little time to to plug their stuff. So um, you got the album out. Um, uh, Anything else you want to talk about, like patreons or websites or social media all that stuff?
1: Yeah. So you can find me. uh, My main stuff's on Instagram (laughs) for social media. Charlie underscore marks underscore music. Same thing on like TikTok. I'm trying to figure that out. (laughs) <laughs> um I do uh, so I just released my third live studio album so I got three albums out on Spotify they're available on CD if you go to my website charliemarksmusic.com or go through um my Instagram I also do have a Patreon. I offer a couple things. I I uh I kind of do I have different tiers, but I do like exclusive video content. I do have a we just started a podcast called the High and Lonesome Podcast which nice. uh uh High and Lonesome Sound is something credited to Roscoe Holcomb. Um but it's also a uh 420 friendly old time music podcast. Right. Uh, so you get access to that early and uh um I also and uh, I do like record reviews of the week uh and I also offer uh uh music lessons through that as well. Okay. So limited spots on that can't take but um it gives you access to all those things and if you follow me on instagram uh just find all my shows coming up i got some ex- i mean i got some shows coming up uh in the next couple months i'm excited about and i'll be posting about them soon so
0: fantastic yeah
1: yeah all thank right. you for having me on and absolutely thanks for coming in it
0: sounded great and it's it's just cool it's cool to be back in here uh we were talking earlier about um since the covid shutdown i haven't been in the studio a ton and it's great to be back in here with the microphones and music and. music it uh, just feels good, you know, to, to to hear it all. So, thanks for coming in.
1: Hell yeah! Thank you.
0: Absolutely. All right, man. Well, I wish you the best of luck out there with everything. And uh, yeah, I, I I really appreciate it.
1: Yeah, this was a blast. I'm excited to hear what you got on next because yeah. you've been playing some good tunes.
0: Cool, cool. Yeah. So. I actually, I'm going to figure that out right now. Um, so let me. Uh, m- take those mics off um and uh, let's see what we got let's go let's we were talking about bob dylan so let's uh let's go with uh, some bob dylan this is i shall be released and uh, you are listening to the roots rednecks and radicals here on KNBC 95.1 fm carson city nevada All right, so there you go. Hope you enjoyed that interview with Charlie. And a big thanks to Charlie for coming down to the radio station and performing live and talking to me live on the air. That was uh, super fun. We got to hang out a little bit afterwards and uh, trade a few songs as well. So that was fantastic. So make sure to check them out online, uh, streaming, You know all the streaming services for the new album, YouTube, Patreon, uh, all that stuff. And uh, while you're at it, uh, go ahead and and, uh, check out my show as well. Like and subscribe to me on Facebook and Instagram and uh, subscribe to the, the show where you listen to podcasts. So there you go, everybody. Hope you enjoyed the episode and I will catch you next time.